0: Hey everybody, it's Amanda. Welcome, or welcome back, to the Park Ridge Presby podcast. The message podcast of Park Ridge Presbyterian Church in Park Ridge, Illinois. We would love for you to experience a Sunday morning with us, or you can always connect with us on social media. We are Park Ridge Presby on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We hope this message inspires your faith to make a difference for you every day. Well, like I said, my name's Amanda. I'm one of the pastors here, and I get to be a part of our next gen ministry. When we say next gen ministry here at Parkridge Presbyterian Church, we're talking about all of our events and resources and programs, uh, and and trips and experiences for our kids and our teenagers and for parents. And I get to lead our next gen teams. I'm really excited to kick off this next message series for us this month. We're gonna be in a series called Raising Kids and I'll be kicking us off this week and next week and Pastor Josh will preach the last two weeks in this series. And the whole month we're gonna be taking a look at what it's like to raise kids today. What kind of questions are kids asking? What do kids need? What do parents need? And what's the role of the church in all of it? So I'm excited for you to be here with us today as we kick off that series, Raising Kids. Now, you yourself might not have ever raised kids. Maybe you're still being raised yourself. But whether you find yourself in that Raising Kids phase of life, or maybe that phase is far behind you now, and and you've got grandkids or great grandkids, or maybe parenting and raising kids was not part of your life, wherever you are, I want you to know that I think there's something that God has for you in this message series as we talk about raising kids. Something you'll hear me say if you stick around our church long enough is that they're all our kids. I talk about having big kids, my kids are big kids, That's not true, I'm raising two kids. I have a three and a half year old daughter and a one year old daughter that I am raising in my home day in and day out. But I feel like kids in this community, kids in our church, they're all my kids. And and I invite you to maybe lean in and think about it that way for this month, that they're all our kids. Whether they're kids that attend our church or kids that attend the public schools in our community or kids that are being raised by your kids, your grandkids, they're all our kids. So I think there's something for us, no matter where we are in this journey. So, like I said, I'm, I'm raising two kids. Riley, she's three and a half, but she'll tell you she's four because her friends are turning four, so naturally she is now also a four-year-old. And my daughter, Reagan, just turned one. And um, maybe three and a half years in your career feels like a really long time. Like in three and a half years at your job, you have figured it out. But when it comes to this job of parent, of mother three and a half years um i still feel pretty brand new and this job it seems to be changing all the time what my kids need what they're experiencing how they're growing and what they need from me it seems to change all the time just really tough if you are raising little kids right now i just want to be here to say it's really tough and you're doing a great job. This job of parent, it changes all the time, which is really, really hard. But that's one of the reasons why I am so grateful for the PRPC Next Gen Ministries. As I became a parent here at this church, it's the first time I got to be more on the receiving end of some of the ministries that I'm leading. And and that's true for me here at PRPC Next Gen. The, The kids and the teenagers and the parents here, they are serving my family too. They're making me feel like a better, more supported, grounded parent. And I think that probably makes me better pastor too so i'm so grateful for the next gen ministries of this church for my own family and it's what i want for you and your family if you're raising kids in this area you know church leaders so like think pastors leadership types at church people who make decisions at churches and parents they really actually want a lot of the same things for kids we really do but It doesn't always seem that way. That's not always how the conversations go. Here, even at this church, I have experiences of conversations where I feel like our church leadership is kind of like finger-wagging or a little judgmental about parents today. That parents today, well, they just don't have the right priorities. They don't have the right time management. Church isn't high enough on that priority list. And that feeling can come off as kind of judgmental from the church. And then you, you have parents feeling like, is the church even paying attention to what our life is like now and, and how much the world has changed and, and how things are so different than when older generations were maybe raising kids? And so there can be this tension, this conflict uh, and difference of priorities between church leaders and parents. But I, I think that we're actually much more aligned than we realize on what we want for kids, and that's what we're gonna be exploring today. Now, this is not, I'm so sorry, this is not a four-part series uh, to get your grown kids back to church. Sorry, it's not that. This is not a four-part series to get your grandkids to come to church uh, or to pack, pack our uh, church full on Sunday mornings with some new exciting programs or, or new financial giving so that all our capital projects are funded. That's not what this is. This is, this is about paying attention. It's about paying attention to parents, to kids and what questions that they're asking and paying attention to what has always been true of the gospel. So what do parents care about today? Today is kind of our parent our parent part of this series as we talk through raising kids. So what do parents care about today? Well, there was this big study published in 2022 after um, a survey had been done on parents during the pandemic. Remember that time? That was a special time for parents, uh, especially parents who were raising kids in their homes at that time. So um, parents were surveyed with these four questions. And I think these are some pretty interesting questions. I wonder what your answers are to these. So parents were asked, where do you go for help as parents? And then what do parents want for their kids? What do parents worry about most for their kids? And how do you feel about yourself as a parent? So those four questions, that's what the uh, survey was asking. And um, the study found that largely Christian parents and non-Christian parents want the same things for their kids. Now that's important to say because there are families who are not here in our church, engaging in our online ministry, hearing about God's love for their kids. There's, There's parents that are not here. And there might be a lot of reasons for that, but I think one thing that's important to point out is that what we want for our kids as we're raising kids together is often the same thing. So the three biggest things that they found parents cared about, Christian parents, non-parents, the three biggest um, values for parents were mental health, access to opportunities, and character development. These were the three things parents cared about the most. And then we can see in this chart here how the values kind of break down by age group. So we've got your preschool and your elementary. This is both lower and elementary. And these are some of the values that parents want for their kids. So remember, it broke down into into mental health and access opportunities and character development. Those were the three big values, but broken down a little more. Parents at this young age, this early phase, they care about access to resources and friendship with their child. In lower and upper elementary, they care about Educational achievement, balanced nutrition, community involvement, and character development. As you move up in the phases to middle school and high school, parents are saying that they care about faith and character development. In this survey, 52% of parents cared about faith development at this middle school phase. I think that's kind of interesting that it starts showing up in this middle school phase. Then in high school, We have a lot of values for high school kids, apparently as parents. Educational achievement, college prep, tech responsibility, sexual integrity, strong friendships, faith development, also for high schoolers. In this survey, uh, kids went up to age 25. So we have our young adults. And if you're uh, a parent who is parenting some young adults, maybe these are some of the values that, that you think about. You think about healthy mentors and career readiness, mental health, extended family connections, and physical exercise. So these are some of the breakdowns of parental values from this survey by each phase. Now, if you've been paying attention to PRPC Next Gen Ministries over the last few years, some of that phase language and even how the values change over time, that might sound a little familiar and it might remind you of your experience here at our church because we have kind of the same phase strategy as we think about what we want to offer and invite families into as they might want to raise their kids here in our faith community and we use these words when we talk about prpc next gen we use these words embrace engage affirm and mobilize. These, these words, they, they increase in energy and engagement and responsibility as kids are growing up in our program. Embrace, engage, affirm, and mobilize. Now that starts out in our nursery. Our nursery and our babies, they're just embraced. We just want to love them. We want to love their, their tired young parents and give them a little bit of a break. In our nursery, kids play and, and they sing songs and they, they start to build some relationships and they learn that they are safe and loved at church. We just wanna embrace families in this first phase. Next, kids move up into our Sunday school. Uh, That's for our pre-K through our second grade students, and, and we engage them in stories from scripture about who God is and how they fit into God's stories. Friendships start to form in this phase, not just between kids who attend Sunday school together, but friendships between those Sunday school teachers and those kids, and between the parents of kids in that age group. Friendship was a value in this early phase, and that that starts here in our Sunday school experience. Next, our kids move up into our PRPC kids small group. Our kids small group is third through fifth grade students. This is our largest small group right now. When everybody shows up on Sunday, we have to to split them into two groups because they don't fit in their room anymore. And they're all big kids and they don't fit on their beanbags and they need more space. At this phase, this third through fifth grade phase, we are affirming who God created them to be. In this phase, this preteen phase that you might think of it, they're already experiencing some of the hard things that we used to think of as teenage problems. It's happening much earlier. And, and as I hear from our small group leaders, as I talk to students in this group, these challenges that we used to think of as you know high school problems these are these are real and these are hitting home so the parenting study asked parents what some of their biggest worries are for their kids and i think it's really in this preteen phase we see so much of that come together parents say they're worried about good eating and nutrition and getting enough sleep and anxiety responsible use of technology, and being bullied by other kids. And I can tell you from hearing from our small group leaders and listening to the students in this age group, we're experiencing all of these challenges already for our third through fifth grade students. So in this phase, we're affirming God's inherent goodness in them and showing them how a relationship with Jesus can get you through the the ups and downs of growing up. Lastly, our students move into PRPC Students Youth Group. That's for our middle school and our high school students. And in this phase, we are all about mobilizing teenagers, mobilizing them to serve in our church and in the local community. We try to provide significant faith experiences during this time. That can be everything from winter retreats and mission trips to our confirmation experience, which just started this month for some of our seventh and eighth and ninth grade students. Retreats, you know, they're a chance to build community away from your school community and kind of get away to, to build some lifelong Friendships and and mission trips, that chance to get away and spend a whole week serving, that's character development, that's faith in action. And I gotta tell you, the longer I work with students, the more I realize what an opportunity it is in this phase of their life to have an experience like that because they just don't come around that often once you graduate high school. So opportunities in this phase, they fit really well into the parenting values that the study said fit into this phase, the values of faith development and character development and preparation for what comes next after high school. So there's a lot of alignment when I look at what do parents care about and what does our church have to offer? I see so much alignment. I think the church and parents, we care about the same things for the most part when it comes to raising kids. There's this one really big difference. When it comes to raising kids in the church, parents in the church, grandparents in the church, influential adults in the church know that knowing Jesus changes everything, knowing Jesus changes everything and it's the one thing that is different about the church that we want for young people today. When Jesus was beginning his ministry on earth, he invited people to follow him. In Matthew chapter 4, it says, he walked by the sea of Galilee and he saw two brothers Simon, who's called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he, Jesus, said to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Peter and Andrew had no idea what following Jesus was gonna mean for them. They had no idea where it would lead them, the challenges that it would bring to them, or the opportunity that they would have because of him. Peter and Andrew had no idea what following Jesus was going to mean for them, but they did it anyway. I love these first disciples call stories that we find in scripture, where it says they immediately followed. I want us to have immediately kind of faith. But I know it's it's much more difficult than that. Some of us are like those fishermen and immediately want to believe in the good news of Jesus. Some of us, it takes much longer and we're still trying to figure out what does that follow me invitation really mean? What does following Jesus really mean? And then some of us are kind of standing at the sidelines, still trying to figure out, is Jesus really who he says he is? Does this really matter as much as people say it does? Is it really worth it? Wherever you find yourself today on that continuum is a good place to start. Wherever you are is a good place for you to be right now. PRPC NextGen, it exists so kids and teenagers and parents can know Jesus. Because we do think that knowing Jesus changes everything. You know, I, I said I, I think about them all as my kids, right? I think about kids today as all our kids and I want the most for kids today. I want the best for kids today, I do. I want your kid to be team captain and valedictorian and section leader in the band. I want them to get into every college they apply to I want them to do so well in life. But more than anything, I want them to know that Jesus is there for them when it all falls apart. More than anything, I want kids today to know that Jesus is enough for them when it all falls apart. I, I want your kids to know that they are more than their accomplishments. I want them to know that they're not defined by their failures. I want them to know that they are worthy of real love and attention in their dating relationships. I want them to know that the friend drama is never worth it. I want them to know that the only way that I've ever made it through tragedy and loss and grief and loneliness is because Jesus is who he says he is. And he can be that for them too. I want this for all of our kids and you and me are raising these kids together whether we're doing that in in the church through what we offer or by being a really great grandparent or a really good volunteer in the community that cross paths with young people or maybe you are day in day out parenting these kids yourself we're all in this together and the church is called to help raise up the next generation There's one thing from the the parenting study that I think is what I wanna close with, which is um, the difference between Christian parents and non-Christian parents. When they were um, answering the question, how do you feel as a parent? Christian parents said they were more supported. Christian parents who were connected to a faith community, which I assume means, just like our church, a community of caring adults helping to lift one another up and carry each other through life Christian parents reported being more supported. That's what we're doing here. You as a parent today, you are not alone. You don't have to be. And the parents of our church are not alone because they are upheld and supported and carried through life through the connections they have because of this church. Over the next couple of weeks, we're gonna to continue to talk about raising kids, and we're gonna do that by talking about big questions that every kid asks, really that we're all asking, and, and how we together can help think about helping our kids have better answers to life's biggest questions. We know that what young people need to know God is to know people who know God. And that's how we're all in this together, raising kids. Whether you are parenting day in and day out, or whether you are a caring adult in this church, we want our young people to know God. And what they need to do is be able to know people who know God. And so we're gonna be talking about that as we raise kids together over these next few weeks. Let me pray for us. God, we give you thanks for all of our kids that you have entrusted into our care. God, we give you thanks for the roles that we play, for the coaches and the teachers and the grandparents and the neighbors. God, we give you thanks that you have given us communities to raise families in. God, we pray especially for families who feel disconnected, disconnected from each other, from their families, from their neighborhood. God, would you let this church be a part of caring for families like that? Would you allow this church to be the community that, that upholds and carries families through different stages of life? God, we trust that you are calling our church to be like that. Will you help us be bold and courageous and faithful in answering that call? We pray this all in your son's name, amen. Hey, thanks again for listening today. If you'd like to hear more from us, you can subscribe to this podcast or find us on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. We are at Park Ridge Presby on all platforms.